Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Uh, it's the Monday morning episode. Um, you said, we're recording this Sunday evening, you said to me just there, Sam, you've had a two-hour sleep this afternoon. I was, I've was i been away for the night with my good wife, right? Oh. And um, it's quite interesting, <laughs> left the kids alone, just the two of them for like a, just, quite a prolonged period. Yeah. Uh, so as an experiment to see if they'd die. Yeah. They didn't die. They survived. So when yeah. I came back, I was quite happy. In fact, they'd, they'd, when we came back, they'd even laid on a tea party for Mother's Day. So I was quite impressed by that. Yeah. So I so I stuffed my face with a load of cakes, mm-hmm. even though it's not it's not supposed to be a treat for me. But they'd made the cakes. So I was going to fucking eat them. They needed to be eaten. She couldn't have eaten them. And then I was self, like, I I'd had a long drive back from where we've been. So I said, Right, I'm going to bed. I'm going to go for a la- a short lie down. Mm. Didn't set the alarm, mate. Did I? Like you're always telling me, set Fuck the alarm. Yeah. I didn't set the alarm. I sat down. Next time I'm being woken up, my daughter's made me a cup of tea. I said, how long have I been asleep? She just looked at me, two hours. (laughs) Now that is, ordinarily that's bad, but today it's the day of time confusion because the clocks have gone forward and we've lost an hour and that means I think that our body clocks think it's an hour earlier than it really is. My so I body think that's all bad over the in terms mm. of getting out of bed tomorrow, isn't it? We're gonna our body clocks will think it's six a.m. when it's seven a.m. Thing is, right? I'm always tired. Like I can go to sleep any time, any place, and right. when I do, that's it. I'm out mm. until you get me a cup of tea to wake me up with. That's not normal. I went to the doctor about it, like about a couple of years ago, and the doctor went. Um, right, we're going to refer you to a sleep clinic. And then they said, you're going to have to come in and you're going to have to sleep in controlled, like in in a controlled environment and we're going to observe you. And you'll be wired up to meters and things like that. Like that film they made about David Beckham. Do you remember someone? I can't remember who did it, but someone um, made a film of just David Beckham sleeping. It's like ninety minutes. You can just watch That's it. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't he know if there'd be a market for a film of Sam Delaney sleeping. He, he wasn't wired doesn't up. Doesn't feel like it would be stuff, but. though. Was it? He wasn't wired up to meters. Nah, and things nah, like that, he was, was just he? kipping. Just but kipping. They, they, these guys, they they wanted to watch me. They wanted to monitor my breathing and all sorts of other stuff. And I know it's stupid, and I know it goes against my sort of journalistic instincts to experience as much as I can. Mm. But I kind of, when I got the referral for it, I was like, nah, fuck that. I'm not doing that. I like my own bed. Come round here and do it. Fine. Yeah. 
but I don't want to go and sleep in some sort. I don't know where it is. Like presumably the NHS have sleep clinics. They do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you might have ended up having to wear one of those special masks that regulate your yeah. breathing while you're asleep. I mean, you look like the exactly. elephant man. Exactly. And I just wasn't ready for it. And then lockdown started. But here I am now. I still will just sleep. I mean, it's a skill in some ways. Sometimes it benefits me because I'm able to just shut down when I'm bored. What if what if they were observing you sleeping and you got an erection? Well, yeah. What then? That, that's what, that's one of, that was one of my many concerns. <laughs> it's your main concern. They're like, look, we've got your notes. Do you want to see them? I go, like, the consultant will call you in once we've analysed these results. And then, like, a month later, I go in to meet some posh consultant. and goes, oh, let's take a look at these Results. Readouts. Mm, you had a stonking erection <laughs> around about 3 a.m. Um, you began muttering <laughs> something about um, a, an individual called Susanna Hoffs. <laughs> uh, does that ring any bells? Yeah, oh, yeah, she deletes it. I'm probably having a dirty dream about a I doc. have loads of them. She's the one out of the bangles. Well, I'm unaware of their work, but in any case. Um, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm more of a Jody Mitchell man myself. I, I, I will make a note of that either way. The bangles. B-A-N-G-L-E-S. Yeah, T-L-E-S. Bangles, yeah. Like what you wear on your wrist, you know. <laughs> so, anyway, what's the my erections got to do with my sleep problems? Well, I, perhaps you're becoming so excited in your dreams that it exhausts you. You wake well, up more exhausted than you were before. You'll find that the blood is rushing from your brain to your penis. And it's <laughs> affecting your entire your entire biosystem, as we like to call Imagine it. Imagine if you got diagnosed <laughs> with like an illness that you just had too many dirty dreams. <laughs> your dreams were just so dirty. That it was like it's a very rare medical condition. Imagine going on like, you know, this morning and Phil, Philip Schofield interviewing you about it. it yeah. It's very rare and some people smirk. But if you're living with this condition, it's actually very serious and can affect your quality of life. Meet Sam, Sam Delaney. He uh, thought he was living a normal life, but he found increasingly he was always tired. Tell us what happened next, Sam. Yeah, well, I had to go, get, go in a sleep clinic and then... Um, they analysed me in the night and they noticed that I kept having like erections, but not like little ones, massive ones, Phil. You know, you know, don't you? You know, you've been around the houses. I read all about you. You've done it all, ain't you? No judgments here. I was very impressed by your bravery. Yeah, well, this isn't it, about me, you've Sam. You've done it with women. You've done it with geezers. You've done a lot. You stuck it in everywhere, mate. So you, you, if there's a man who knows about erections and the problems they can get you into, it's you. It's you. But I didn't think that I had a problem with that. I thought I was untriggerable. But it turns out in the night, I'm a right dirty so-and-so. I'm a monster. I'm a fucking sex now, monster. The, the thing is, in my dream, most of them, from what they could gather, were mainly about Susanna Roffs. Now, I'm sure that's very common amongst men of my age. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, basically what it means is I'm knackered all the time because the <laughs> sleep is more exhausting than the being awake. Do you sleep? You, you don't sleep that well. At night, do you, you find yourself waking up and... Mm, I go for places, but on the whole, I'm a decent sleeper. Oh, yeah. I'm a decent sleeper, but the doctor's concern is that I think I'm asleep, but I'm not sufficiently asleep. That's why I think enough. that's why they wanted to analyse me. Do you eat cheese close to bedtime? I I, I, I try to, yeah. You but, try you know, to, I'm, if you can. <laughs> I try to, if I can I've squeeze some cheese in. Cheese. <laughs> but, you know, I feel judged when I eat. I don't know, you know... 
I feel judged by my post-dinner eating yeah. by, like, my wife and daughter. Because mm. we'll eat dinner. We have it quite early, which I don't like, but I'm not going to bore you with that, right? There's political standoff about dinner times. It sounds like it, yeah. I and, don't know. And then after we've eaten the dinner... Listen, you know, I'm a man. I'm a big, dynamic man. I, I'm a man. I, I exercise every day, so I, my rationale is I need a lot of energy put back into my system, right? It is, and a sometimes system, yeah. a couple of a couple of hours after dinner, I will need to go and start scoffing. Yeah. Right, and yeah, yeah. sometimes that will be cheese. Very common, it will be cheese. In fact, I mean, that, that, that could be a factor. Cheese makes you dream, as they say. About Susanna, so that could Do, be, uh, yeah. Andy, can you um, can you shape? Can the type of cheese you eat shape the type of dream you have? I was have? just going to say that. Yeah, it depends on what type of cheese you have. You need to start doing experiments, like keep a cheese stroke sleep diary, and you need to write <laughs> down in one column, column A, we'll call it, what cheese you've had. My well, column A needs to be the date. Column B needs to be the type of cheese you've had. Column C would then need to be what kind of dreams you've had, and then maybe in column D, you could rank them out of 50 for dirtiness. Thursday, Red Leicester, <laughs> dream. Susanna Hoffs, uh, we were on a yoga retreat in Mallorca. <laughs> <laughs> she sucked me off in the hotel. For, for, she sucked me off in the back of the, back of the taxi. On the way, on the way to 50. the hotel. From from Palmer Airport. The, the cappy didn't seem bothered, but then when he turned round, the cappy was my old headmaster. And he gives it, I'm very disappointed in you, Sandra Lady. I thought you would have answered more than this. And I said to him, more than this? I'm getting sucked off by fucking Suzanne Hoff in a taxi in Mallorca, you cunt. Never Tell me one it. of your alumni that's done better than this in life. But the next thing he turned into me uncle, and that conversation ended. Anyway... Dirtiness rating, seven. <laughs> Sleep rating, not so bad, nine. <laughs> Very satisfactory. We'll try the Red Leicester again. Friday, E-dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Slept like a log. <laughs> Friday, uh, E-dumb. Susanna off again. This time we're on a yacht. <laughs> and, uh, oh, this, t- this time we're... we're <laughs> well, she's been driving instructor. But she keeps putting her hand between my legs. I can't stop her. Because I got my hand on the steering wheel and the gear stick. Nine out of ten. <laughs> I had to swerve to avoid hitting a cat. She just laughed. She's fucking mad in this she one. She said, and I quote, you don't believe this, it's only a cat. <laughs> a fucking maniac. Okay, now. She says, it's only a cat. I'm trying to whack you off, are you? Focus. <laughs> She kept saying, just go with it. <laughs> <laughs> Lean into it, she said. Oh, God. <laughs> oh dear me. Yeah. Do you follow Susanna Hoffs on the on the Instagram I, I, and the Yeah, the... I think I do on yeah, on something or other, yeah, but I haven't I haven't seen a lot of her. Uh, she just, <laughs> just posts pictures of herself in what I believe is described as thirst traps. What's that? It's it's what you it's what you post in order to get people to go. Oh, look at that! Oh yeah, Fucking wow. Hell. And I mean, she knows exactly not, what she's doing. That's not difficult for Susanna Hofstadt, is it? I mean, well, exactly. You you think gonna... someone 
I mean, as universally fancied as her, mm. which, by the way, should be her biog on Instagram. Suzanne Hobbs, universally, universally fancied. fancied. <laughs> I have never <laughs> not been fancied by anyone I have met. <laughs> Male or female, gay or straight. I've been fancied by every single individual and animal that I have ever encountered. In- including Philip Schofield. <laughs> I mean, in many ways, he was the worst of them. God. Um, yeah, so... Um, oh, yeah, I had a route once into... I told you, didn't I? And I became briefly um, friendly with Brick Smith Smart, who is Susanna Hoff's best friend. Oh, yeah, that's, I forgot about that, yeah. That's what she described herself to me as, anyway. As, she, she says, I am Susanna yeah. Hoff's best mate. That's what she said. Yeah. She brought up Susanna Hoff's in conversation, and I said, oh, whoa, whoa, rewind a bit. That's... Don't just fucking drop Susanna Hoff's into all this without stopping. What's all this about Susanna Hoff's? And she went, oh, yeah, she's my best friend. My best mate. <laughs> but then I just plugged her for information of Prince after, on Prince after that, to be honest. I was yeah. not... I wasn't much about, do you think you could introduce me to Susanna Hoffs? Maybe I could get off with her. I was more like, so what was all this business about Prince? And she was like, oh, Prince was a fucking nightmare. He wouldn't leave her alone. Yeah. But he wrote a song, though, didn't he? Manic Monday. Yeah, that's what he just turned up at a gig and gave it to her. He said, yeah. hey, I'll have that. Here, I've I'll done just... this for you. Sing Here. it. S- still saying you're not going to get off with me? All right. We'll have a fucking look at that and then fucking come back to you in a Sing couple that. of days once you're number one round the fucking world, which you will be. I put some I put some hearts on it. I drew some hearts on it because I really fancy you. So, and there's kisses <laughs> at the bottom as well. Don't but sing I, the kisses, I, though. She did record that and get a massive smash hit, but I still don't think that she wanked Prince off. I'm not saying, before we get letters... I'm not saying that she had any obligation to wank him off just because he wrote her a smash hit single that no, of made course not. their career and probably keeps her in, like, you know, rent money to this day. Of course not. There are no obligations. It's just like, in, if anything, it's like, Prince, you can't just do shit like that and expect to get, you know, you can't yeah. expect to get repaid in kind, Prince. That's not how life works. She says apparently that they never dated, um, but that's different to wanking him off, isn't it? You Susanna Hoff said in a statement, I never dated Prince, although I but... may have wanked him off. <laughs> <laughs> and you can interpret that any way you want, because we all know what I'm saying here. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. And and write that, write actually write, wink, wink. I, I know this is politically incorrect, but he wrote me a smash hit that made me famous for 35 years, and I felt it was the least I could do, was to uh, just wank him off in the back of his car. He was a lovely little fella, you know, good as Lots gold on the old. Very, was, very energetic. Lots he had a bubbly fun. personality. And uh, I said, all right, come on then here. Come over here then, you trouble. Out. Get it out. Let's give you a quick one. Get it off. over with. And I'll tell you what, while we're doing it, we'll sing Manic Monday together. <laughs> it's about to get very fucking manic for you, sunshine. <laughs> nah, body joking. <laughs> and I'll be honest, I didn't put my heart and soul into it. It were over in about 45 seconds. It were vigorous um, and perfunctory. <laughs> <laughs> but he was happy. That's the main thing. 
jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Jalapeño. We were away in a hotel this weekend, right? And I've got to tell you, in, in my house, one of the many things I'm mocked for is that mm. I have a... I've got a bad memory. I never remember the names of things, right? But I suppose the thing is, rather than say I don't remember, I always take a guess at it. Oh, that's good. Do you know what I mean? It's and, and I take a guess, yeah. but I try to carry it off with, like, confidence and panache. Right. Mm-hmm. Confidence and panache is something I can fake, you know. You can and get so along think, with that kind of thing, I, yeah. Yeah, and so I think, okay, right. So I'm trying to think of it. Some. So, like, <clears throat> recently we watched a film... And it was called CI Ape. And it was about a chimpanzee who was in the CIA, right? Which sounds obviously like the best film ever made. But I can tell you, it's not as good as the title suggests, right? Oh, as the premise shame. suggests. But I watched it to the end. It was it was decent. I mean, it's not going to be shit, is it, with a premise no. like that? But it wasn't really quite as good as I hope. It really is, yeah. So I was trying to remember the name of it when we were talking about it a couple of weeks later. And I couldn't remember that it was called CI Ape. And I called it, I was thinking, it was CIA, but it had the name of the animal in the title as well. So I said Chimp IA. Oh, right, yeah. You can see it's not that mad. I mean, you know that film we watched, Chimp IA? They Mm. fucking, all three of them, fall about laughing, basically, like, shaming me for the fact that I may have early-onset Alzheimer's. Word shaming, yeah. Yeah, we're always, ah, he's got it wrong again, he gets everything wrong. So the latest is, we're in this hotel at the weekend, we check in, And I go, what's the Wi-Fi password? And they say it's Henry Adam. I don't know what the relevance of Henry Adam is. <laughs> okay. It was some sort of, I think it was an old building. I think the cunt might have built it or something. Anyway, what do I care? About two hours later, right, we're in the room and I'm trying to log on to, the, to my phone, onto the Wi-Fi. And I said to my good wife, just casually, oh, password, what was it again? Uncle Harrington. Right? And she said, what? And I went, Uncle Harrington, right? And she went, what are you fucking talking about? And I went, that's, that's the password, isn't it? Uncle Harrington. And she you went, were... are, you, are you... She went, it's fucking... What? That's got nothing to do. It's Henry Adam. Who the fuck is Uncle Harrington? 
And I was like, I don't know. I just it popped into my head. That's what I thought it was. She was like laughing so much. I never. I mean, I've seen her laugh so much in like twenty odd years of marriage. Well, that's good. I, I went, guess. I went, but yeah, but it was at my expense. We weren't laughing together, right? Yeah. She couldn't wait to tell the kids. As soon as we got in the door today, she's like, "Kids, listen to this. Gather oh. round." He thought the Wi-Fi password was Uncle Harrington, right? Now they're just going on about Uncle Harrington. I don't know where Uncle Harrington came from. I have no idea. But I must admit, now that I've said it, I'm I'm sort of like starting to craft the idea of a character called well, Uncle yeah, Harrington. Yeah, I think it seems like it could be a, a series of children's books. He I've sounds just... really posh, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, I no, just... I've got going, sorry, I can't come out because uh, my Uncle Harrington's taking me out. He's, yeah, he's taking me to Hamley's, actually. <laughs> I've just looked, I've just Googled Uncle Harrington and there's yeah. one person on LinkedIn called <laughs> <Yeah>. Uncle Harrington <laughs> and he, li- he lives, he lives in West Palm Beach, Florida. Yeah. Uh, and he is retired. I'm and getting that, in touch that, with him. That feels Why is he on right. LinkedIn then? You don't, you're not on LinkedIn if you're retired. Well, he was on LinkedIn when he was active, I guess, and then he's changed his yeah, sentence he to retire. Close your account, Uncle Harrington. Yeah. You're living the easy life now down in Florida in the sunshine, mate. You don't need all these fuckers spamming you on LinkedIn with their offers of, you know, do you want us to fucking improve your SEO bullshit? Oh, there's another Uncle one. Uncle Harrington, you live your best life. I'm going to get in touch with Uncle Harrington. There's another one who lives in Hawaii, and he's also retired, but it says retired, disabled. So right. he has been... I don't know whether he's be, he's been disabled during his working career, and that's why he's retired. Maybe he was a soldier. Maybe, yeah. Who knows? Name um, Uncle Harrington. I had my legs blown off in Afghanistan by the fucking Taliban, but the good news is the insurance paid out, and now I'm fucking living it large in the sunshine. Retired, not semi, fully. I will never fully ever retired. work again. Full pension. Thank you, fucking Taliban. Thank you, Sir John Taliban. The life insurance was watertight. And as a result, <laughs> you're looking at... And I uncle- said to them as well, I said, listen, you can quibble all you like, but if I go to the press and start fucking exposing the fact that you are fucking with the life of a veteran who has had his legs blown off by fundamentalists in a faraway land, it is not going to reflect well on you or any of your board members. They fucking that fucking made them sit up on this, and I can tell you, the money was in my fucking bank, my Santander account, within five days. <laughs> I said to is, them, "Listen, um, I've got about a thousand followers on Twitter, and believe me, they're all going to hear about this." <laughs> There's no uh, Uncle Harrington on Facebook. There is someone who calls himself Chris Spartacus Harrington, and then mm. in brackets, Uncle Knobhead. So that's, that's as close as you get. Yeah, he sounds like Facebook. a fun guy. So um, uh, I'm thinking like Uncle Harrington. It's got a ring to it, hasn't it? Like it's almost like I don't know what placed the the, the name Uncle Harrington as a Wi-Fi password in my mind. But now it's there. I'm like I feel like the universe has placed it there and it's instructed me to do something with it. Could it be the name of a band? Yeah, mm. sounds like a good name for a band. Yeah. Could it be the name of a of a fanzine? Or a magazine that we launched called yeah. Uncle Harrington. Yeah, definitely. That's could brilliant. Could be a clothing, for a magazine. A clothing line. Ah, oh, definitely. You know what? I've always wanted to launch Although, a clothing line. You've already got Harrington jackets, though, haven't you? So it's it's trending mm-hmm. on the top. Do you know what? That. That's not a brand. Um, I'll tell not? you a quick story about that. There was a um, 
there's a there's a guy in London um, called John Simon who runs who's had a shop since the fifties called John yeah. Simon's, which is a really popular shop for sort of vintage kind of American clothes, right? And uh, he in the in the fifties, the original incarnation of this shop was in Richmond, not far from where I live. And this bloke's an English bloke, but he was a jazz fanatic, right? In the sort right. of fifties and sixties, he was like really into when all the modern jazz came out, so Coltrane and Miles Davis and all that. And that's why he opened this shop because he loved jazz. But people mm. became obsessed with the way that the jazz um, artists dressed on the covers because they right. all wore these clothes that you couldn't really get in England. Jazz so they clothes. The, the, yeah, jazz clothes. Like they were just obsessed. So there's like a there's a the Miles Ahead album is Miles Davis in this green button-down shirt. And still to this day, like, there are fucking whole internet forums devoted to people trying to find the exact replica of that shirt. It's fucking mental. But, you know, every fucking little subculture has its mad obsessives. I'm I'm like that with a steak sauce I had in Cyprus in 1993, but, you know... Exactly. You're just forever fucking seeking it out. You've got to have a mission, haven't you? So this guy, John Simon, he started a shop and he would import this kind of American Ivy League clothes, Mm. they called it, right? And um, one of the things he got was what they what they just used to call like a golfing jacket, which is what we now call Harrington's. Mm. And he would have it on display in his window, but he weren't selling many. And uh, but there was a American soap opera that was on at the time, and it was called it was called something like Paisley Uncle Place. <laughs> yeah. Was, was it? Anyway, it was at Peyton hmm. Place. Peyton Place, that's it. Yeah. And your man out of love stories in it. What was his name? Oh, fucking hell. Ryan, you know, Ryan O'Neill? Yeah, Ryan O'Neill's in it, right? Hell. I think it was Ryan O'Neill. He was, right, in, right. he was in Peyton Place. Well done, right? Thank we, you. This is a great story that we're telling together. Because I, <laughs> because as my family will tell you, I don't remember <laughs> any names yeah. or fucking details of anything. Right, so you're, you're like my you're fucking the, carer. You're drawing the pictures and I'm colouring them in. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> So in this in this um, show, Peyton Place, Ryan O'Neill always wore one of these jackets. All oh, right. And his na- his character name was Harrington, right? Right. So John Simon, who's a guy. I mean, I know John Simon because I've been going in his shop for years. He's a really nice, like really nice old geezer. He's like fucking. You can go into his shop and chat to him for hours about fucking music or fashion or anything, right? And all the pop stars have been shopping every year. So, you know, Weller, Kevin Rowland, Suggs, they all go yeah. in there and are, are like mates with him. And, uh, I mean, he told me this story. He said, yeah, so I stuck it in the window. We hadn't been selling them. No one seemed to buy it. So then one day on the window display, I thought, well, people like this show. So I stuck a sign on it going, the Harrington jacket with Harrington in inverted commas. Right. right? Like in Roy of the Rovers. Like in Roy of the Rovers. <laughs> Well, mate, they started selling like fucking hotcakes and the name stuck. But they're made by a brand called Barracuda and other people make sort of rip-offs of them. Yeah. And it's called like the G9 jacket. But it's never been called a Harrington. It's named after a character in a TV show. Fuck it was yeah. a marketing thing by a very small independent clothes retailer. And still to this day, around the world, mm-hmm. go to America, Japan, anywhere, they call it the Harrington jacket. But it was just, he just wrote it on a bit of card in his shop window one day and it stuck. Wow. And where's Ryan O'Neill now? Dead, probably. Well, he's like, I didn't see a fucking penny of that. <laughs> Cunts all over the world wearing those jackets. What do I get out of it? Fuck all. I never got the image right. I got fuck all. And uh, 
And now Uncle Harrington is a world-renowned <laughs> brand, I believe, and I get fuck all from it. <laughs> now he's still going, Ryan O'Neill. He was married to Farrah Fawcett. Fucking hell, what a life. We might deep dive it. I might see if he's He's done an autobiography. The cunt's had a jacket named after him. He's done a film called Love Story. I don't know what happens, but I think they fall in love and then he dies. And he married Farrah Fawcett. I mean, that alone is enough for a fucking great book, isn't it? There's one of those horrible Daily Mail stories from last year. Ryan O'Neill, 80, runs errands with the assistance of a cane after paying tribute to his angel Farrah Fawcett on the 12th anniversary of her death. And there oh, he I is, didn't know she died. Out with his cane. Yeah. She, she, not, she, she died. must have been pretty young, mate. That was 2000. I think she died the day after Michael Jackson or the same day as Michael Jackson. Oh, so it got lost a bit. Yeah. Yeah. What Could a fucking wrong, loss. But Quick anyway. question, mate, about nuts. Um, I was also asking my wife earlier about why she didn't like peanuts, which she claimed mm. not to be true, but I know. I fucking know she doesn't like peanuts, mm-hmm. right? So then I asked her what her favourite nut was and my daughter said, I bet it's a walnut, that's quite a posh nut. And I said, it's a Tory nut is what it is. Mm. I'm not saying I won't eat it, but it's a Tory nut. There was some discussion about that and I thought Dawson will have a view on this. Let let us let him rule. What is the most Tory nut? Fucking hell. I can't get beyond the walnut, to be honest. I think you might have nailed it's, it there. It's the walnut, isn't it? I mean, the cashew could be. <laughs> That's a yuppie's nut. That mm. is. It might That's be the like... Bra- it might be the Brazil nut. I think the any... Brazil nut is. You know, they're quite rare now. They're quite endangered. They... So you so you so you have to be a bit of a Tory in as much as to, to yeah. have them because they're really expensive. Any any nut that you've got to use a nutcracker to get into. Is mm. a Tory nut. Really? Uh, so any of the Christmas selection nuts? I think so, yeah. I think that's where we're at All now. All the Tories. Yeah. I think the pistachio, which obviously needs to be open, but you can do it with your fingers, is um, it's the working man's Tory nut. But it's it's expensive. It's, it's very uh, expensive. It's very expensive, yeah. It's uh, rich, You can't uh, get past the peanut, can you, as a good, honest, working the, man's the, nut? The, the, the fucking dry roasted peanut for me is the greatest the of all nut the nuts. The of the people. I have an addiction to dry roasted nuts. I can't. There's worse things you can be addicted I, to. I, I don't know, but I need to look up whether it's good for me or not. I, I suspect it isn't. No, well, um, it's the salt that will be doing you in. Yeah. There's a lot of salt in those dry roasted nuts. They'll be fucking with your blood pressure. Yeah, I need to pack that in. And if you're over 40, you've got to be getting your blood pressure tested all the fucking time if you're I, a bloke. I think walnuts are good for... Um, Hot and all that sort of thing. I think yeah, but another them Tory as, thing, because the Tories are always looking for life hacks to extend their life yeah, and their and power and influence. Yeah, Mortimer uses walnuts in his, his heart healthy recipes on on his fishing thing. So, yeah, I think right. walnut. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to go Brazil nut. One other Tory watch question for you. Last mm-hmm. week, my mum dropped around some cream scones yeah I know that sounds really sport it is but basically it was because my daughter had COVID she was isolated in her room so my mum kindly walked round with a, a Tupperware box with like eight ready done jam cream scones oh. yeah yeah really nice gesture all right fine 
I'm, you know, that is spoil. I'm not going to say it isn't. But anyway, there was supposed to be two each. And I was like hungry. I think it was another situation where I'd eaten early, but I got hungry later in the evening. Yeah. So I went over and I opened this Tupperware box. I thought I'd already had one earlier. I thought, right, I'm having my fucking second now. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm not going to wait. I'm having it now. So I got it out of the box and I just stood in the kitchen eating it. And my wife spotted me. And do you know what she said? She went, get a plate. And do you know what I said? <laughs> I went, I went to a fucking Tory. That is, yeah, that's Tory. That's Tory, isn't it? Yeah, I think it and is. And she's like, don't, she's like, it's not fucking Tory to not want crumbs everywhere. I said, it fucking is, right? I was raised in a house where plates were for fucking Tories and snobs, right? Walk around, fucking eating it in your hand. Fuck the crumbs. We've got other things to worry about. Oh, you We're trying go, to smash the system here. You could go halfway and you could get a square of kitchen towel and use that as an impromptu yeah. plate and then oh, just chuck it in the, the bin. What about the classic is eat it over the sink. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's every, every man knows. You just fucking eat shit over the sink then you never have to do any washing up, mate. If I could, <laughs> over the sink. I would eat everything over the sink. But... My family, they're like, oh, well, let's all sit at the table and have a meal. Fine. But in in a dream, when they're not in, when they're not in, I'm on my own. It's over the sink, mate, every time. What you need, really, is a small miniature sink that you can wear around your neck with a strap. <laughs> yeah. And then just eat anywhere you want. And, and then, then just maybe, fucking wash it away. Yeah, wash yeah, the crumbs away. Got a little taps yeah. on it. Or just tip it into the main sink. Yeah. Um, right, that's the end of this episode, I've just decided. Right. Um predictions you've snuck into the lead again um by Ooh. one point you got five i got three results bot got three and it's all down to india versus belarus which you said will be three nil to belarus because of your because of your vast of knowledge the of the indian football, football scene. one of the silliest football fixtures of all time yeah and you nailed it 100 percent. so three <laughs> points for that well done um All right, we'll be back throughout the week with all the usual stuff. Thank you very much, and goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.